Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Caitlin James Podcast, where we like to empower small business owners to build profitable and purposeful businesses, um, while also talking and being honest and transparent about our life, which is exactly what I'm going to do today. I'm going to share a little bit of the behind the scenes of what it has looked like to uh, get through a journey of redefining and recreating All Access 2.0, which is our membership for photographers. So if you don't know what All Access is, basically there are thousands of photographers that watch me every month photograph a wedding behind the scenes and not just weddings, but family portrait sessions, engagement sessions. And this was created in the middle of the night at 1 a.m. This idea just came to me and I wrote it all down and I looked at numbers and I'm like, how could we actually do this? And I thought maybe it'll last a, a year. That was the goal. And now um, what we've realized is we are five years in and two years ago, probably maybe two and a half, I started not loving this part of my business. No, I, the content never changed. It was still great. It, I still loved shooting. I still loved serving clients. There was just something about all access that was not quite right. And it wasn't that the membership itself wasn't right. It wasn't that the content that we were delivering, that it wasn't good enough. It, it was about me and my relationship with the product. Um, I, if I'm being fully transparent, I did not like this part of my business anymore. And for two and a half years, and you may think, oh my gosh, why did it take you two and a half years to come to some of these conclusions? Uh, I think I have some explanations for that. But in general, I know that, that that's too long. And uh, it's been a very long, painful journey for our team um, of me not being happy and not knowing why. Uh, so it sounds very dramatic. And in some cases, it really was. But I really did not like this part of my business. And yet, it's such a huge part of our business. It has created millions of dollars for our business. I'm so grateful for that. It has supported our team and allowed our business to grow. And it, it's probably not something that I'm just going to shut down and just act like, you know, oh, it's no more, even though that there was a season where that was on the table. My hope is that by me breaking down a struggle in my business and what I realized and some things that I did well and, and didn't do well in the whole processing journey of all this if it can help someone else figure out, you know what, maybe that's my hang up with my business, then that's why I'm sharing this. So I'm being transparent about this because um, I have said, I think in little ways here and there that I have not been happy with all access for a while. And as a business owner, something that is working well and is super profitable and has low um, overhead and is relatively very easy to create monthly. Why would you change that? Well, I, a lot of people wouldn't. And I I think that's part of my problem. For two years, um, two and a half years, I have basically reminded myself, it's a great product, Caitlin. It's great. Don't change it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Like I, that has been kind of in the back of my mind. Like just get over whatever your struggle is. Just force yourself to enjoy editing these episodes and get excited about it again. And there is a point as a creative entrepreneur where, where that doesn't work anymore. Um, I have shed tears over this. I have I have avoided editing sessions, monthly content like the plague um, in very creative ways. I mean, I've reorganized my pantry before instead of editing all access content. And again, it's not because the content's bad. It's because this is what I figured out. It is not creatively inspiring anymore. And I, and I think so often, especially when business, businesses hit big numbers, The creative inspiration side doesn't seem like a big enough reason to make a change, but yet it's the very reason the business is existing in the first place. 
The very reason Cage All Access is a thing is because I'm a creative entrepreneur. The very reason I'm not thrilled with it is because I'm not inspired by it. And it's so easy to say, yeah, but it makes X amount of dollars. It provides for the team. You just got to suck it up, buttercup, and do the work. And I've done, I've done that until I got to a place where I just couldn't do it anymore. It is easy to just say, I'm being dramatic. I'm being too picky. I don't want to do the hard work. But I realize now that for about two years, I was slowly um, unraveling as an entrepreneur, not because, you know, I, uh, not because I completely was out of ideas. It's because I've been stuck in a system and a way of doing things that doesn't even allow me to use my creative ideas. So let me just break down First of all, the work that went into discovering what needs to change. One, I had to be very honest over and over again. I had to verbally process a lot of what I'm trying to figure out uh, with my sister, with Michael, with our team at Team Retreats. I mean, we've had two years of Team Retreats where every year I'm like, something's got to change. And then I don't change anything because I'm like, it's not broken. But it is. It's broken with me. Not broken with the photographers out there. It's broken with me. So I had to be very honest. I took breaks. I took a month off thinking that that was going to solve my problems. I did get a lot of clarity during that month off. And I've talked about that. It was a really great break, kind of like a sabbatical for me. I realized I am not done educating photographers. I have so many ideas. But I never fully came to a solution about all access. I have had multiple seasons of different ideas that I really got stuck on. That slowed down my progress. Um, I met with business-minded friends. I have had two years worth of trips with my, I would call my mastermind friends, friends that help me process and we help each other process business ideas. And I quite honestly thought like, if we get together this summer and I have not changed all access, and this is the third summer of me sitting, you know, at the the lake house, crying over the fact that I'm miserable with this work, they're going to be like, you're crazy. Why have you not changed something yet? So why have I not changed something? Well, I would do calls with CEOs. I did a call with a CEO that owns like eight multi-million dollar businesses, like next level, you know? Um, that actually was probably one of the least helpful. The, well, actually, the best thing he said to me was, no one's going to fix this for you. <laughs> and it's like, oh, great. Uh, but he, that was great insight. Like, this is my problem. This is my thing. I've got to get clear about what I need and want. No one's going to come and swoop in and give me answers to this. I'm going to have to take a risk. I'm going to have to change something, not knowing if it's the right decision or not. No one can tell me how to move this thing forward. Actually was helpful. Um, we had a consultant, um, that we know and love and trust, and he had some really big ideas. He's in an industry, uh, that is far beyond doing numbers, far beyond what we are. And, um, and he had the thought like, let's pivot this and get it acquired in the next five years. Um, we kind of got stuck on that idea for a while and, um, started pursuing it and, then realize like, this is going to take two to three years of work that I don't even care to do for a goal that I never even thought was the goal. It was just based in monetary, the monetary outcome, which is as a creative entrepreneur, it sucks the life out of you. Like the monetary outcome, it's already creating great money. I don't know if that's worth it. That slowed us down. Our progress slowed down because we got caught up on the wrong idea that was not the right fit for us. Um, I had so many different ideas and different thoughts but nothing was really hitting at the real heart issue of like why I felt miserable. Um, and I really just couldn't 
understand like why can't I just be fine with do it the work is not that hard it's it's me doing my thing and then editing myself doing the thing and I think I shamed myself in some ways for like you should not feel this way just it's fine just just get it done every month but now that I am on the other side of two and a half years of this I realize that I'm not going to just shut it down. That was also an option on the table for several months. I want it to exist, but I think the problem is so much deeper than all these other symptoms. It's not that I don't like to see myself behind the scenes. I don't like, I, I don't like doing that. I hate seeing myself behind the scenes. But what I recognize is that if I'm a creative entrepreneur, I have to allow myself to recognize that me losing my creativity and inspiration is not just me being a pansy and being being weak and being um, you know a crybaby about, I don't want to do the work. It's a crucial part of this business. If, if I am the visionary, if I am the one that dreams up new things, if I'm the one that creates the content and I am you know the backbone of this whole ship, you can't take away the brain of that. Like you can't take away the creative side of that. I've learned a lot about how much it can hurt you from the inside out to just force yourself to keep doing a thing that you know deep down you're not inspired to do. I did it for two and a half years longer than I should have. So this is what I realized. I, I need creative freedom in this membership. I put myself in a box where five years ago I said, you're going to get this content every month. And they have every month. There's so much more. This is another thing I realized. There's so much more of me that that I could give, that I could contribute, that I could share and that I could create. And I don't have a place to do it. And I, and I don't have the freedom to do it because the membership is not set up in a way that allows creative freedom from my perspective. Sure, you're seeing me photograph things and be creative in the behind the scenes content, but that's creativity during a shoot. And there's not a lot of creativity behind the scenes when I'm doing voiceovers and sharing images. I try to throw in new things here and there, but like ultimately I'm burned out on the content and I need the freedom to create freely. And to not be set with one style of education every single month. I want to be able to use my creativity and my ability to create content and be able to do both of those things for our students and for our members. Um, so two to, two to three years ago, I guess two and a half years would be right. I realized that the 12th and 13th of every single month, I started getting cranky <laughs> and I started getting miserable to be around. Michael and I, even when he was working at home, we would have these fights on like the 12th and 13th of every month. And he's like, why does this keep happening? And then eventually we started realizing that's how miserable I was. I knew it's like subconsciously, I knew the work was coming. I had to do this work that I did not enjoy and I did not look forward to. And it drained the life out of me and it would affect us, our relationship. It would affect how joyful I was around our house. I mean, it was affecting other people. It was affecting me. Um, and I just, I just realized something's got to change, but I could not let myself let go of what has always been. There's a whole podcast episode just around that line, but we won't go down that path. But I was holding on so tightly to what has always been that I spent two and a half years missing out on what could be. I have realized the reality is I've been stuck doing the same thing for so long. It feels like there's no way to enjoy this anymore. Very scary when you are in a business that desperately needs you to be inspired. Uh, I realized it's not that the content is bad. People love it. The content is within me. It's a, it's a Caitlin issue, not a content issue. I need to feel inspired and have freedom to create things the way I feel 
Like I can create them like in my, in my own way. That's the whole reason I started this business in the first place. It's almost like I view all access and my, you know, the boundaries of what people expect as um, a, a version of having a boss, but I created it. Like I can, I can recreate it. I don't know why it took me two years to realize that. Um, I need freedom within the membership that, and this, I gotta be careful with this, but I do not want to have a hardcore requirement every single month. And let me explain that. You can view that as, she, so she wants people to pay and like, they don't know what they're going to get. It's not about that. It's if I, if, if I get too specific about exactly what people are going to get every single month from me, like what if I said, oh, you're going to get this content and this content and this content and a website critique and a, I'm going to put myself back in the box that I've been for five years where I'm not getting to be creative and I'm not getting to use my life and my experiences and my business knowledge to create creative content that, t- that will educate photographers um, and maybe eventually small business owners. I'm not getting to do that because I've pigeonholed myself again. So I know um, after two and a half years of diving into this, that what I need more than anything is for our audience to trust that if you allow Caitlin to be creative, you will get such a better educational experience. And that has been true for my entire career as an educator, but I have not allowed myself to be able to produce content that way in all access. Last but not least, um, I think I kind of unintentionally became a slave to a system that was doing just fine. And I've learned so much about how dangerous it it is to have the words just fine in any aspect of a business, in any aspect, you could even take this to a relationship level. Like if you say your marriage, it's just, it's fine. Well, gosh, I mean, that's more than a red flag. That's a serious problem. And me saying that my relationship with KJ All Access was just fine for two and a half years, actually was a part of why I never got to the solution fast enough. Um, because I kept telling myself, anybody would kill to have a membership like this. You can, you're fine, Caitlin. When the reality was, I should have sat down and said, no, in my, the core of who I am, I'm not enjoying this. Something is not quite right. And, and so I, uh, I want to apologize in a lot of ways to our students and to our members, um, for not digging deeper and for being fine fine with the way things have always been because it's not really broken. And now I've come to a place where I'm realizing I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm done with that. And I'm done with that because I am excited to do something new and doing something new is worth the risk of changing something that's not necessarily broken. What does this look like? For me, I went through a process of figuring out what do I need And what does the community need? And then after I started getting very clear and very honest about that, not saying, oh, Caitlin, you can just just edit it every month. It's fine. You're fine. Instead of making excuses for my lack of excitement and inspiration, when I really started thinking through what I need, I realized I need creative freedom to be the educator that I know that I can be. And I need a space where I know I can contribute at my highest level of contribution. I don't think that my behind the scenes content is my highest level of contribution that I could give our audience. And for someone who has always over-delivered and overproduced and given and given and given, and I expect high quality and high value for anything I create, this is um, honestly a roadblock that I struggled with. It's a part of the problem that I didn't see. So that's what I needed for me. But what did the community need? Well, our community of members, 
our community in general of just KGL Access students and the tribe that we have formed, there have been a lot of changes that have happened within our community. Even just in the last three years, we have um, had a lot of great success on YouTube, which is awesome. We are so thankful for that channel. We've met so many new photographers, but because of that and because of other ways that we are getting education to photographers around the world, um, our Facebook group, our KJ Education Facebook group um, is growing really quickly. Uh, it used to be about 5,000 people and now it's close to 18, 19,000 people. And that's a lot. It's a lot of photographers and it's a lot of photographers that don't really know the KJ way. They, they just, they found me, they want to get connected, but they haven't learned the ins and outs of like how I do things and how I teach people to do things. And there's a core group of photographers that we kind of call like our diehards, our tribe members, like they're the heartbeat of our community. And I do feel like they're getting lost a little bit in in that massive group of people. There are names that used to pop up in that group that we would recognize and see, and they're just huge evangelists for our brand. They are supporters, and they they just encourage us. And they are also they've grown so much in their journey, um, and we're constantly adding to that kind of diehard. KJ tribe group, but it's hard to find the super committed, serious photographers um, that really desperately want to grow and take it to the next level in a sea of thousands, tens of thousands of people. So what we've realized is that our community needs a curated community. Our community needs a place where the the most dedicated and the most um, engaged KJ students um, can connect and can talk, and I can see their posts, and I can see their questions, and I can um, help them start maybe threads about a certain problem that they're experiencing, and I can look at their problems and then create content from what I know the actual problems are in our community instead of just pulling things from my own head that I hope will resonate. Like, we just, we need, we need a home base. KJ needs a home base. That The whole community needs a place where they connect and where they can be heard and where they can be seen. And we have hit the scale where that needs to be within a membership. And that needs to be within um, a, a safe space, a, away from spam, away from uh, people that, um, quite honestly, they're kind of taking it seriously, but they're kind of not that... Facebook group is an amazing place to get started and we are going to keep that up and running and we're going to help moderate it and make sure people get what they need. But when it comes to my time and my focus and where you can find me and connect with me, I want that ability within the KJ All Access community. And so KJ All Access, what used to be all access to behind the scenes footage, that is staying the same. However, it's going to be delivered quarterly so that we can create a new system for editing and delivering that content that looks different than what it's looked like before um, so that I can stay inspired by it. Uh, but also the KJ All Access term is also being used because you have access to me. This is the place where I want to recommit my time to serve our tribe in a new way. Uh, and I've never, I've never had that kind of space. I have so many friends that have amazing memberships and it's like that the membership is their home base. That's where they go to check in with their, their most curated group of students, the people that are most engaged, the people that, uh, to know their content the best and are diving in head first and are really taking it seriously. And they say, you know, as I talk to these friends, you know, it's an amazing place to be able to log in and share content that you're inspired to share with a group of people that are ready and willing and excited to hear it from you. KG All Access 2.0 looks similar, except 
Content from behind the scenes is going to be shared in a different rotation. So instead of every month on the 15th, it's a quarterly distribution of content that quite honestly evens out to the same amount of content. It's just distributed in a different way at a different time. The coolest part about KJL Access 2.0 is that I get to be a part of a curated community with some of our most dedicated students. If you are an All Access member, you will have access to a community within your login area. So you can watch all this content, but you can also be a part of community. You can join groups by experience level for the first time ever. You can do things that we were never able to do within this massive Facebook group. But also we have been working, this is another reason why it took two and a half years. We've been working on a top-notch, robust filtering system that allows photographers, if you're getting ready to shoot a barn wedding uh, in the rain, you can search barn wedding on a rainy wedding day and, and see any time that I ever shot in a barn, especially when it was raining. You can find solutions to your exact immediate problems instead of just having 60 plus episodes, hours and hundreds of hours of content and not being able to find anything that suits you or fixes the problem that you're about to face. So if you're about to have a sunrise engagement session, it's going to be rainy. You can search that and find my engagement session that was at sunrise in the rain and watch me and refresh and learn from that specific situation. That filtering system changes the game when it comes to our KJL Access vault. And we are continuing to add to the vault every quarter with new content. But instead of all access only being about watch these videos, it's Watch the videos and then connect about the videos. Find friends in the group. Talk to Caitlin. Do a monthly coaching call and then get creative content from Caitlin monthly. But that's the part where I'm not locking myself into the system that has to be replicated over and over and over again. I'm allowing myself to show up for a community in a genuine and authentic way. Now, this does mean that our audience has to trust that when I say I'm going to show up, that I will. But every single time that I've created a product or a resource or I have done something new that requires trust, my audience knows that they can trust that I'm going to show up 110%. I'm in a new season where I'm a mom of four kids. But this is how I know that this is a good pivot for me because as a mom of four kids, when I'm going to create content, I'm going to come down here and I'm going to create for photographers and help them learn and grow and, and, and thrive in the setting that they're in, in the business that they're in. I know that I ultimately have to feel super excited about it. And I have not felt excited, if I'm being honest, I have not felt excited about anything with All Access in two and a half years until now. Because I have freedom and I have just, the, the options are, are limitless as far as how I get to educate you and how I get to pour into your life. So you get the filtering system, you get access to me on a coaching call every month where we can talk face-to-face -face and ask questions. You're going to get authentically inspired content from me um, as I produce it. You're also going to get quarterly behind-the-scenes content that's the same that you've always gotten from All Access, and you have a built-in curated community because of the behind-the-scenes system that we've worked on creating for literally like nine months now. It's like growing another child. So I am excited about this because... It feels like two and a half years of uncertainty and confusion has culminated to an answer to a problem that I've waited a very long time to figure out. And my encouragement, if you're not a photographer and you're listening to this as a business owner, my encouragement to you is if you have a problem or you are struggling in your business and it seems like, well, I shouldn't be because nothing is broken, 
that actually could be your problem. That was my problem. All access isn't broken. We actually turned off Facebook ads and thought, oh, it'll just putter out, but it didn't. And when it didn't, I'm like, oh no, I have to figure this out now. It's not going away. And I'm so thankful it didn't go away, but it has meant that I had to get really strategic about figuring out what is actually going on and why do I actually not enjoy this? So if you're a business owner that feels like there's nothing wrong with my business, what's wrong with me? You might want to get a little bit more curious about what is going on with you, but also what about your business is just fine, but really it needs to be revamped. Don't wait until the wheels fall off and everything is a disaster to think, oh, I need to fix that. I think it's a sign actually of a good business owner to be able to notice when something needs to change before it unravels organically on its own. Uh, and so that's why I'm excited to, to launch KGL Access 2.0 to have members enjoy an experience they've never had before. And if you are listening to this and you are a photographer and you've never had a community where you can actually connect to the educator, watch them do what they do behind the scenes and have a lot of tools to help you grow as a photographer on your overall journey, not just lighting, not just posing, not just editing, not just business, not just personal growth, like all those things combined, KG All Access 2.0 is the place that you need to be. And I would love to see you in there. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I hope my... <laughs> probably too, too honest, uh, conversation about what this journey has looked like. Uh, it feels good just to tell the world this is what's been going on behind the scenes. Um, I hope that it's helpful for you in any part of your business or your life to recognize that not everyone has, uh, you know, it all together. It's taken me two and a half years to figure out what my problem was. And now that I have, I'm excited to dive in and hopefully I'll see you on the other side of that. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you next time.